Today, our special guest is Bob Doyle, most known for the secret law of attraction guru. I don't know if he likes the word guru. This is Law of Attraction Secrets. Join Miracle Mentor and Alchemy Life Coach Robert Sink and prepare to be empowered. Today, our special guest is Bob Doyle. He's a brain rewirer. That's a new term, but I think it's an important term. He is a trainer and he is a coach. Nice to have you, Bob. Thanks, Robert. It's good to be here. So I want to talk a little bit first about the law of attraction. But when you talk about rewiring the brain, that sounds almost uh, very, I don't know what the word is, kind of uh, Dr. Frankenstein-ish. Mm. Can you tell me a little bit about this? Yeah. So, you know, basically what we're referring to is the fact that our brains can change, you know, as we learn, there's biology involved with all of that. We have these neural pathways and they hold all of our memories and they determine how we think, basically how we're wired determines the lens through which we see the world and all the meaning we give every moment. So if we're not enjoying the moment, if, if who we're being out there has not resulted in attracting the things that we want to attract, then it is because the action that we're taking, whichever action it is, isn't really in alignment with getting that thing. And so if we need, and, and, what's, and, and what is guiding whether or not we're taking that action is this wiring. So if we want different results in the world, we have to change our wiring and it has to be permanent. The, the basic tenant here, Robert, is that, you know, lots of people can get, get excited about things like the law of attraction and watch the secret or, you know, read the books or do whatever. And then they'll start down a path. But if, if transformation is going to be permanent and lasting, then it's going to be because the brain was successfully, successfully rewired. And so, you know, my position is that the reason that so many people struggle with the law of attraction and getting it right as they're trying to do so much or just transformation in general is that they generally don't stick with anything long enough for the brain to rewire, or they keep sending mixed messages, which fortify the old wiring. So my job now is to help people get clear on how they want to rewire and help them to develop those new habits that will then, you know, on the practical level, get them those results. But then on that more energetic level, also make sure that they're sending out the right vibe without stressing over it, worrying about whether or not they're getting it right. So how does our brain get wired either in a way that helps us attract what we want in life easily. Some people seem to just have the magic Midas touch mm -hmm. and other people really struggle with the whole, the whole notion and they give up on it yeah. and they go back to the fatalist idea that this is just fate. This is my life. This is the way it is. Right. So how do we, how does our brain get rewired or not rewired wired to begin with? Well, there's supposition that we are wired even before we were born, just from the outside influence from, you know, wh wherever our mother was, how she was thinking, how she was feeling, her environment. But certainly once we're out of the womb, our brain is just like, okay, teach me, right? And so here it comes, every bit of input from the outside world, that, belief, that, that includes all the belief systems and limiting belief systems of the parents and anybody else around them, everything they're exposed to, this is where they're learning quote unquote, their truth about the world. Now, it's not the same truth as you. It's not the same truth as me. It's not right. It's completely unique to them, although we all share similar ideas. But we also are very clearly seeing where, while a lot of people can share a lot of similar ideas, there are points where our wiring is so dramatically different 
than another person that we cannot figure out for the life of us how they could possibly see, believe, think, feel, whatever that way. What are you stupid? Are you blind? What's the deal? And of course, that person feels the exact same way. And the truth is there's no truth about it. It's that person's meaning and there's that person's meaning all determined by wiring. So the question is, do you feel empowered or do you feel disempowered? Do you feel energized about life or do you feel like everything's going against you? Because either way, it's reflective of how you're processing the input that is your experience of reality. And if it's not serving you, you can change it. But just like you were, you were wired on autopilot, basically, totally unconsciously, just accepted and said yes to everything. And some people, that's the way it's been their whole lives. So they're 30, 40, 50 years in to this very strong programming. Now they want to change. Well, now they got their whole lifetime of literal wiring in here that needs to change. And they think they're going to do it over a weekend or because they saw a movie or it takes seven days, the whole life. So it is a process of learning, just like we learned everything. If we learned a new language, our wiring changed. If we learned to walk, our wiring changed. And there's discomfort with all of it as we as we get out of our comfort zone. But and some some of the discomfort in our life, we seem to accept. But when it comes to personal development or the law of attraction, we want it right now because the movie said genie in the lamp. Come on, where is it? That, you know, that kind of stuff. But we still have to deal with the biology. So that's why it's different for everybody. Some people just breeze right through it because their wiring is such that they can accept, they, they can receive, they can allow themselves to receive with maybe just a simple tweak or something like that. But other people, they have very deep wiring about their worthiness and what they deserve and what's possible and what's big, what's hard, what's difficult, what's for somebody else. None of it true, but still guides their actions, thus their results. So, Bob, let me put you on the spot here with this question. So you talked about the wiring being created in the womb. Is it possible that the wiring has a pre-creation from another lifetime or another existence or another I, I, reality? Yeah, it could, but that's not my topic. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. like the, the, all of that. And, and of course, being in this, in this world for 20 years, I surrounded by those types of ideas and, and all of that. Um, my background was as a broadcaster and I was a very just logical, analytical, skeptical human being. Law of attraction came into my life. I had my ahas about it and started teaching it, but there's still a lot of it that I don't profess to know, you know, anything about in, in past lives or anything that happened before that. Everything is energy. I am open to it all, but I don't have firm beliefs on it. And I would certainly never state it. And, and this is what's happening too. You know, if we, you and I were just sitting around having a casual conversation, we were talking energy and all of that and the universe, then I'd say, yeah, there's probably something going on, but it's not something that I would make part of my mainstream because regardless of all of that, I still believe that regardless of what you brought in here, your brain is still your brain. It still has the biology and it still has the ability to change. You just have to be committed to going through the process of changing it, even with the discomfort. Or the choice is you continue to live the discomfort you're living, assuming that you are, right? If you're trying to change and you're unhappy and you're feeling lack and all of that, you know, one way or the other, there's some discomfort. Some is temporary, some is permanent. Right. So when I was doing timeline therapy several years ago and doing some workshops in Europe, I don't necessarily have a belief in past lives one way or the other. I haven't made up my mind about it. It's not important to me, yeah. but I did find that with some people taking them to a past life experience and changing it there literally changed phobias and limitations in their present life. I had one guy that was uh, absolutely 
fear, had anxiety, uh, phobia attacks over certain things. And we went back to a past life. We experienced it, reshifted it, empowered him, and moved him forward. So is that, is that a rewiring process? I, I, yes, I do believe it is. And I think that, you know, there's shortcuts to the subconscious. I like breath work, right? Like I like to do really, I have a, a solid breath work practice and that's what I use to get me to that quiet space, that wonderful space where we can put in new ideas and change that wiring a lot faster than just, you know, repeated affirmations every day or a vision board, even, you know, that still has to go through that filter of the conscious mind. So anything like that, if it's a past life regression, hypnosis, any of those things that get us past all the non, all the noise and let us see things and evaluate, because the number one skill I'm trying to teach people now, because it's the first step in any of this, if you're going to be conscious about it, is to notice when they are in autopilot, when they are, you know, basically they're having a... Um, an autopilot reaction that sends them down a disempowering road, getting them to notice that and to understand that it is only feeling that way because they're making meaning that is causing them to feel that way. And that they actually have a choice to make an infinite amount of other meanings with it. Albeit, it seems very limited at that time because of their wiring. The key is knowing that they are in autopilot mode, that there is another choice. The next step after that is to make make a different choice, take a different action and to start that process of rewiring. And, you know, I don't expect anybody to know in the moment what that is. So part of my coaching and what I do with people is help them know that upfront, right? Exactly. And so, so that, so that in that moment they can go, okay, this is what I'm going to try on being right now, because that's the only way really you're going to get there is, is doing the things that are going to change the biology in your mind. And, and back to your point, I do believe things other than, you know, things like trauma or getting in there deep at the subconscious level can definitely speed the process up. And that is, you know, in any of these techniques that help that process, I am all about. So Dr. Amons has uh, a lot of different techniques that he uses. He's the brain psychiatrist uh, who's fairly written a number of books on this on the topic. And he talks about the ants, automatic negative thoughts and all of that mm -hmm. kind of thing. I guess what I'm asking is, is there a precipice moment in the rewiring process where the aha moment where the person says, I got it now. I don't think that way anymore. I'll from my example, I eased it. I have I had a dramatic personal rewiring myself because the ants that was me, automatic all the time. Even after the secret and and achieving success, it was still my automatic way. I always had to work around it or work through it. Once I started getting focused on rewiring and just basically all I, I kept telling myself at that point was it is a choice to go this way and I'm going to choose not to or not hold on to it for so long and then it just sort of over time dwindled away. So I didn't, in that case, my most dramatic rewiring didn't have this like, oh, aha moment, except for seeing that I was on autopilot. That was it, because that's what gave me the freedom of choice after that. I had to decide what, you know, well, what is the other, what does another response even look like? Because up to that point, this was the only one. It's logical. Of course, I'm going to feel this way. Did you see that email? Right. So changing that, you know, was, or knowing that I could change that was the big aha moment. But I think it's going to happen differently for different people. Like, for example, they have a, an experience with a past life regression, or they go deep into a meditation and they just, something happens to give them that new perspective, depending on how emotionally it hits, how hard emotionally it hits, or how deeply into the subconscious you are, then I think you can have a pretty powerful transformative rewire moment where you know that that was the moment. 
like people will go and have psychedelic experiences and that will happen. That's what I like about the breath work because it simulates that kind of experience. You have those deep spiritual, like, ha, I never could have seen it that way before. And it just changes your whole perspective. And I think that obviously speeds it up. Will you still have residual wiring stuff for a while? Yeah, I think you will because that's biology. But the more emotional attention you put on its replacement, the old neuropathways just sort of wither off and they're not as active anymore. I know I went to a, uh, I went to a funeral uh, after being a non-smoker for five years, having quit smoking cigarettes. This is many, many years ago. And I hadn't been to that church for 10 or 15 years. And it used to be the habit when you came out of the church, you reached after the service was over, you reached in your pocket, and pulled out a cigarette and you sat around and talked with everybody. And after the funeral, I was walking out of the church. I hadn't smoked for five years and I was reaching for a cigarette. Yeah. You know, the wiring was still there, but the yep. conscious, I guess the consciousness was there to say, no, you don't need a cigarette, you know? Yes. I think I said, I quit drinking like six years ago. And while I've never craved it, right. It's like, it's a thing, but there are certain situations which trigger like, oh, a cold beer, right. That's what happens here. So it's that, it's that autopilot. It's never moved me in any kind of action. I don't think I've reached for, you know, reach for the beer on the table, but the thought process, oh, if it's this temperature and if we're at this location and this, like this, where's the beer, right? So, or the wine with the steak, if it's a red meat, I got it, you know, but that's just, it's memories. You don't forget, but you're just not activated by it anymore. It doesn't have that same energetic slash vibrational pull sure. on you. So let me ask you this question. Why can focusing on the law of attraction, why can it actually slow you down or hold you back from getting the lifestyle that you want? Yeah, this was actually the impetus of this whole thing for me after coaching. And, and you know, while clearly I've had success coaching and transforming and all of those things, but I've done a lot of personal group coaching too. And so that's a really, you know, if you're coaching people like that, it's a very intimate thing. And you see, you get to know people a little bit deeper than just sort of feedback you get from email or, Hey, I love the movie, that kind of stuff. It's, it's different. And, and I just saw over and over people getting obsessed with, because when the secret came out, everybody became an expert. And so now there's 18 million different ways that you have to do the law of attraction. And if you don't, it's not going to work. So buy this program and we'll help. And that's what happened. Well, and that's just it. People say, I want to do the law of attraction. Yes. You know, yes. where do I pick up a, where do I pick up the book? You know, yes. I want to do, do it. it. I want to activate it, yeah. you know, or even master it to me. It is like trying, it's like saying you're going to master gravity. If you drop the glass, it's going to fall. And if you do the right things, the law of attraction is going to work. You don't have to figure out how do I make the glass fall? You just do the thing. You let go and it falls. And so with the law of attraction too, it's guiding what's happening. But when we obsess about it, we, we, we're just, our mind and our vibration is so tangled up with, am I doing this right? Where is it? It shouldn't take this long. So-and-so got theirs in a week and da, 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 da. All of that. And, and like, well, I don't know, maybe my vision board's not right. Or how many times a day should I make this list? Or any number of the techniques that they're worried about getting wrong right. To me, that's clutter and distraction. And I've definitely seen it slow people down. And as soon as I said, look, the law of attraction is the law of attraction, but let's move our attention here to where transformation really happens. Where does reality really get created? And they might say, wouldn't you put it on the vision board when you have the original thought? No, reality is created at the moment that you give the moment meaning. 
That's right now. Reality is created right now. And your interpretation of reality is based on your wiring. So however we got to do it, we're going to go in there and change your wiring. So if the law of attraction method hasn't been working for you, the methods, the techniques, all of that stuff, right. if that hasn't been working for you, why don't we just go right to the source and start doing the things that change our brain every day that we do all the time when we change our brain. We're going to repeat different information. We're going to get into the feeling. We're going to have a vision. We're going to inspire ourselves. We're going to stay committed. And we're going to, we're going to keep going until we get there. And we're not going to jump to the next program that says, oh, no, this is a better way. No, no, no I got a new one. The secret behind the secret, behind the secret, behind the secret. Under the secret. I'm serious. I mean, it's just like, it just got, it just got so crazy. And I'm, and it just like, there's no reason, there's no wonder everyone is so confused and yet excited. And that's the heartbreaking part because when you go on to the internet, you heard of it, Facebook and a million and 12 law of attraction groups, and everybody is so positive and they've got their quotes and, and, but, but you just know they're not, they're in constant seek mode. They're not posting their successes. They're, they're like, they're just posting quotes. Do you know what I mean? It's like, so these are people who are, they really want the best for themselves, but they're so stuck on the process or they're, they're they have, they still haven't really expanded into what, you know, truly how worthy we are just by being that we do not have to earn this, right? We're, we are, we are the physical expression of the universe so that the universe can experience itself through all this magic of the physicality and the emotions and all of it. Of course, it wants what we want. So stop trying to come up with reasons why you can't have it. The, the, one of the, my least favorite things is when I hear people who try thing for a week or two or however long, and then they go, well, I guess the universe just doesn't want it for me. And I'm like, why would you, why? What is, what is the logic of that? Why would you be instilled with this passion, the desire, the, the ability to imagine it and all these wonderful feelings if if you couldn't, if you couldn't achieve it, but, but the whole idea that the universe is judging, assessing, wanting, or not wanting for you, or, or making the decisions, no, not right now. That's a very common one. Not right now. It's still, it's us. It is us. It is us testing ourselves. The action we take or don't take is going to get a result, which is going to test our resolve. It's going to show us you know, one way or the other, are we committed to this? Are we going to make an adjustment? Are we going to take this feedback and call it failure or be grateful for it? Because now we know this one other way that doesn't work. If everyone in the, if all the great inventors in the world approached inventions and progress and technology, the way that we approach personal development, we would still be in the freaking cave. This whole idea that it only takes, if you, you know, you try, I tried it 10 times, didn't work. Guess the universe doesn't want it for me. Tell that's Thomas Edison with his 10,000 attempts. You know, it's like, truly, it, it's like, where does this mentality come from? Well, it's wired in society. It's got to be quick. It's 21 days, 30 days, 90 days, 45 days, whatever it is. And then we buy into that. And if it doesn't get, if we don't hit that deadline, then everything's a scam. So let me, let me just say this. I don't want to talk about myself, but when I was going through a divorce many years ago, it was a very painful divorce. And I was, I was kind of having a breakdown, if you will, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. And I was going to my therapist and he says, you just don't have the ability to say no. You just, you just don't know how to say no. And so I started thinking about that. And I, at that time, a book had just come out by Dr. Wayne Dyer, Pulling Your Own Strings. And I literally, you're not going to believe this. I literally carried that book in my back pocket and I read it every spare moment because I didn't understand about brain rewiring the way you do. But at the time, I knew that 
I had to have this in my brain literally all the time, every spare moment. Mm -hmm. And then my now ex would grab my, the book and tear it up and throw it away because that's given me personal power. Mm. And so I'd buy another copy and I'd hide copies around the house. But every moment I'd be sitting in the bathroom, you know, but that's a form of brain rewiring that that worked for me. Most but it's definitely. Not the easiest, not the easiest way to go about it, but certainly. No, but but you studied just yeah. like we study in school and we stu- it, it's really the way it is a definite way to do it. And then you hopefully put it into practice, which you've yeah. clearly done, you know, and, and how, and it took however long it took and you had to go through whatever part of the journey. And, and, you know, we all know that every step, no matter how unpleasant and how, you know, it's all divine and we wouldn't be here doing what we're doing if we hadn't had all that crap, if you didn't understand it at the moment, but if we can truly believe that life is for us, So ladies and gentlemen, we're talking with Bob Doyle, Brain Rewire, famous from the movie, The Law of Attraction, The Secret. Is it called The Secret? Or I think it was just called The Secret. It's been so long since I've read the book. (laughs) But was it a book? Yes, it was a book. And it was a movie. Uh, Trainer, coach, and uh, former broadcaster. I love your voice. Thank you. It's very hypnotic. I'm ready to just kind of just doze off and, and enjoy the sound. You must be great at hypnosis. So learning to be present moment and disengage when you're in this, in that moment of anger or rage or pain, or somebody has been ghosting you or hurting you disengaging from that and being right now. That's a tough one. That's it's like the Zen master. It's really, it's and it made tougher by the fact that we're flooded with chemicals. See, it's one thing to be, aware, oh yeah, I'm an autopilot. And if nothing happened physiologically, it would be a lot easier to take the next step, right? But no, we have that reaction and our body is flooded with all these hormones, which make us feel that feeling. And it's a lot harder. It takes a lot more commitment. It takes a lot more consciousness, a lot more skill in becoming present to, to, to change the action. To change the action is, is the really big move. Noticing it though is still the first step. And while, it, and, and even if you just had to notice it for a couple of weeks or whatever, so you're getting into the habit, then it's going to, if the more you affirm that this isn't the truth, that this is just autopilot, then the, the trigger just isn't as extreme. The chemistry, because you're, you're, you're basically, what is the word I'm looking for? Not disqualifying, but you're, you're basically negating. It's like, oh, well, this isn't even real. This isn't even real. Now it feels real the first time and it feels real the second time. And it feels a little, as, as long as you keep pointing at it, go, this is a lot. It'll just be easier, but there's no question. It is not easy in the moment. And you're going to want to go down that road. Every fiber in your being is going to go, you got to say this right now, right? But you know what happens when you say this right now, it does not help the cause. Just an example. So that's why it's so important to use this amazing brain of ours to imagine and visualize ahead of time. How do we want to respond in these situations? And then to the end of the day, this is all part of the process that I put my folks through at the end of the day, you're now reviewing and go, okay, where did I maybe not do such a great job of correcting or changing the behavior to be more consistent with who I really want to be? And then you run that and run that and run that. You use the brain the way it's supposed to be. It's a creation machine, right? It's how everything is done. It's this brain and we can do it and we can create our behavior. We're totally in control of this. This is not impossible. So if rewiring the brain really helps people I mean, it can help me. I know it helped me in my own crude way of doing it. If it, if it really helps people make their life more resourceful, 
Why aren't more people doing it? They don't know that they can. I, you know what? I am constantly having to remind myself of the huge amount of the population of the world who has no clue about personal development, transformation, the idea that things can change completely for it. And so it's like, so that, that's why people just don't know. They think that this is the lot I was given. This is just how it is. These are the cards I was dealt, however you want to say it. But yet, if you just take a moment, I mean, take that social media time and look at these stories of these people who beat all the freaking odds. There's a lot of them. Way worse situations than you will ever be in. And they did it somehow. How did they do it? Well, they took different action than you. Why? How? What? How did they? They're wired different. They, They committed to things on a different level, probably because things were so much worse. You know, you've learned to get comfortable with your discomfort. Some people, you have to be completely uncomfortable with it. Your new future has to be non-negotiable because you've got, again, your whole lifetime of wiring saying, nah, you're good. Even when you're not good, right? you know? And so, so it's, it, it is, a, it is, it takes a tremendous amount of commitment and you really have to inspire yourself to move forward. So let me ask you this question. What are the, What's the easiest way to get started in rewiring your brain so that you can begin to manifest life you really want to live? So it is, it all comes down to that making a decision to become aware of when you go into upset or feel disempowered. Like that's the first step is just like notice, not like just feel it, like get swept into it, but notice that, okay, and just frame it for yourself and going right now, what's happening is a program. This is all going to happen in a nanosecond, right? But a program is running that is causing me to respond in this way. It seems all the evidence suggests that this is exactly how I should behave. And yet I know that there are other ways I could and get a different result. So it's just that noticing it first. So even if I, even if you didn't even take on trying to change the behavior, just noticing when you go into response, that that's really the first step. And it's pretty amazing how quickly that alone helps people like just noticing that uh, I, I, this woman came in and she said this, and I normally would do this, but this time I did this. That's like within a week of, of tell, and that is the beginning of new behavior. And it got a different response, right? And so the much better, but maybe the response isn't going to be better, but it's going to be consistent with who you're now going to be. You can't expect to change who you're being and everybody else just to go along with it right? And that's one of the hardest parts. And that's why you need support, basically, because you've attracted your tribe, these people around you, you've attracted them appropriately based on who you've been being good or bad. You've allowed it or you've accepted, you've invited it, however it is. Now you're setting a whole new vision. These people may or may not be on board with it. It may not be a vibrational match for them. It may step all over their stuff, right? And this happens from parents and friends and coworkers. You get all this pushback about who you're going to be because they can't handle it. So they start projecting on you what's possible for you or how they feel about your progress. And unfortunately, a vast majority of people stop because of that. They're going to give up on their dream so that this person can be more comfortable. And yet they're not comfortable. Neither are you. Nobody wins. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. What about life meaning? I think when people have that moment, they look in the internal mirror within their brain and they say, wow, I've been, what I've been doing hasn't been working for me. I, I have a different meaning to my life than 
the way I'm living it. I'm not living in congruence with my meaning. And they get to that self-awareness where how does breath work help in getting you to that place where you finally say, I understand why in the hell I'm here. Well, the, the breath work is really activating all sorts of, and there's so many different varieties of this particular, this practice that can get you into different places, but you're, you're taking your body into a, into this, you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system. You're going into this really restful, your, your act, your brain just is not firing off and all that action and fight or flight that it was anymore. So you're just not processing information the same way. After a while of the breath work, you know, what happens in your, your body is your blood is very, you know, it's, it's got all these, all this, these oxygen molecules hanging onto it. And then you do this breath retention phase. So you're oxygenating, oxygenating, you're doing this rhythmic breathing for like five minutes, and then you exhale. And at that exhale, you go into this, this state where you're, you're now carbon dioxide is building up and that releases the oxygen and it floods your organs and you feel it. And it's amazing. And it also, you're, you're clearing out, uh, um, cerebral spinal fluid. So your brain is getting clear. There's just all sorts of different things happening on a physical level that give you that quiet, that quiet space. And now you're also in this great alpha state. Okay. You're in this great, wonderful, it's the, it's the state that meditators are going for and say they can't get. And it's just so, it's so difficult in the monkey mind and all that other stuff. First of all, it's totally okay to have thoughts when you're meditating, but I will say that when you're in that state with the breath work, you're so present. And, and at that point you can just sort of inject whatever you want. That's like, if you're listening, if someone is guiding you through the breath work, this is where the affirmations come in, right? This is where you start doing the very powerful visualization and embodying those emotions and really seeing yourself being that new person without all that noise that's normally there. So it's, again, it's just one way, but I like it because there's no drugs. There's no, you know, I'm not sitting there analyzing the process. Like with hypnosis, that was a challenge for me because I'm going, is this working? Am I hypnotized? That's my brain. The breath work just takes you there. There's no, you don't have a choice because it's, again, it's just biology. If you have to ask if you're hypnotized, you are. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we are all hypnotized. It's like, are you, I know. Yeah, I know. So the, the breath work is fascinating because uh, some forms of breath work, they say can give you similar to an ayahuasca experience. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. When you, again, that's not every day. That's not the practice you would use every day with this breath work, but every now and again, you might want to do, we we call them awakening journeys, which are several rounds of this breath work and they get, you know, more rapid, still rhythmic, but rapid near the end. And at that point, there's all sorts of speculation about what's going on, whether DMT is being released or whatever, but you have those, you certainly have the colors and the visions and that feeling of connectedness, but you're not throwing up in a bucket. <laughs> big difference. It is a big yeah. difference. This yeah, breath work to me is so enjoyable and it's lovely and it's supported with music. And there's just so there's just, it's just all empowering. And it's, and it's not, you know, there's nothing going on in my body that's making me feel it's so rough, you know. Right. I mean, it's not the same experience, but the but the insights you can get, you know, are are very similar once you get that clearing. So again, however you got to get there, that's what I'm saying with hypnosis or your vision board or breath sure. work or whatever it is. As long as you can, whatever you're doing is sending a new consistent signal, you know, set of communications to your brain that is consistent with the person you need to become, if you're going to attract whatever it is, 
the boat or the car. You know, that, that's the other thing, Robert, is that, you know, people come into the law of attraction conversation, they get very excited about the stuff and they skip the whole part about who do I need to be? Who do I want to be? You know, but the person you're being right now doesn't have that stuff for a reason. And it's not all just vibration and limiting beliefs, except for the fact that those limiting beliefs are causing you to take or not take action that's going to get you there. So we just have to shift those things. We just identify those traits. Maybe you're not as good on your word as you normally are, or maybe, you know, whatever it is, maybe you could exercise a little more. So you have a little bit more energies like that person in the future will have to have. There's so much you can do right now to become that person that a lot of people are waiting to do until they become that person. And it doesn't work that way. I love the way you put that. You can create a vision of the person that you desire to be and you can become it. You can rewire your brain change your biology, your physiology. You can do that too, because that, mm-hmm. that works with your, with, with your brain, it's body, mind, as Deepak likes to say, you know, it's really, it's really one. Yep. And I guess there's the Damascus experience for some people, but it just seems to slowly begin to change from one, from one phase to the next. All of a sudden you wake up and you go, I don't think that way. I just, I don't know how I ever thought that way. That's my, that's the example I use all the time. If people are even just doubting the rewiring that we can change ourselves, it's like, look at yourself five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, without any intention to change, you changed. I promise you there's things that you look back on and go exactly like you just said, how did I ever think that way? How did I believe that? How did I stand for that? Right. But, but, you know, the rewiring process literally changes who you are. So you're a different person. So you're not necessarily going to relate to that old version of you. And that's how dramatic it can be. You know, when, when we get into the whole brain rewiring, because you said something like, you know, you don't know about as much about the brain rewiring as I do. But here's the thing. My whole thing on this is the only thing people need to know is that your brain can change. I don't need to teach brain science because that's to me. Now we're just doing the law of attraction stuff again. Here's all those things you need to know about this. You don't need to know any of it. You just need to know your brain can change. And then, you know, how it got there in the first place. So how do we change it? We send it different information than you've been sending it and it will adjust. So now what is that information we want to send it? It's, it's very simple. It's except that there's all that emotion involved with it and it's our stuff. And so it feels real, when it, when it gets hard, it's heavy and all of those things and negative emotions and all of our stuff, we have to go through them, do the rewiring process. But if we know why we're going there, wherever that is, and that it is non-negotiable, it's all just part of the journey and we accept it and gratefully. Yeah. I like the way you say it's a journey. I don't know if you can see this back here. I don't think I, no, it's way up there. I can't get it right now, but it's a uh, wood carved statue of Pinocchio. Okay. Because Pinocchio represents transformation to me. And one day Pinocchio wakes up. This hasn't been written, but maybe it's in the sequel. One day he wakes up and he says, how was I ever a wooden puppet? I'm a little boy. Yeah. How do people get in touch with you? How do they connect with your classes and, and your work? Because I know that people would want to do that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super easy just to find with a search, right? Facebook and all of that. But how I'd like people to get familiar with this, certainly this approach is I have a quiz. It takes 60 seconds and it's free. It's the transformation personality type quiz. The reason this is valuable and I'm, and I made it all up. So this, these personality types are, I define them and I'm real clear about that. This is not like disc, but it's based on 20 years of people going through or taking on transformation and finding the personality types that seem to, while there's nothing wrong with the types, 
there are certain traits that stop them. And because this, the, you know, that first step of rewiring is to notice your autopilot behavior, it's helpful to know the Bob Doyle defined personality type you are just so that you can see, oh, I'm doing it right now. I'm, I'm right. being a seeker or I'm being a people. Self-awareness. Yes, it, it yeah. gives them a level of self-awareness that they wouldn't have had before. Literally everybody who I've heard from says, yes, you absolutely nailed it. And then there's a video that says, here's how to deal with that type. You know, and then if they want to get invited to, to working with me, I mean, if they want to work with me on a, you know, we're in a coaching capacity, we tell them about that then. But just getting that first piece of information, that awareness tool can be super helpful. And that's that's tptquiz.com. TPT. For transformation personality type, quiz.com. Quiz.com. Okay. Wonderful. Well, hey, anything else that I left out that you want to mention? No, I think we covered the basics. You know, I, I think I do want people to, to really understand, especially if they're secret fans or whatever, that this is in no way an abandoning of the law of attraction and its wonderfulness. It is a, my hope to get it to work for people, get it to work. You know what I mean? To, so that people can have the results they're looking for just automatically because they're just living their lives as the person they want to be and all the energy and the vibration and all that stuff is going to take care of itself. Just like when you drop the glass and it falls on the ground, we don't need to interact quite as much as we're doing with the process. If we'll just be the person we want to be and take all those actions, make that meaning, have those thoughts act congruently, we will get the results of that person. It's just freaking cause and effect. That's really the key is being, as you say, really understanding who you feel. I, I like to put it who you feel called to be. Mm -hmm. you know? Yes, because it can change. That's yeah. the other thing. People will search. I've been searching for who I am for 20. Why don't you just wake up and decide? Because that's what you're here to do. I mean, it really, this whole thing about trying to find myself, it's like, what are you expecting? Like, you're right here. What do you want to do? like you get to decide. And that's why I think, you know, this brain rewiring, it's, it's just more direct because no matter if they seek for 20 years and find it, it's going to be because their brain finally got wired, you know? So it's, it, there's just a much more direct route to this. And the whole idea that you can truly be whoever you want to be is extremely liberating and empowering. And it's basically science. We get to change our brain. It's there to change all the time. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us today on Law of Attraction Secrets, another secret. Um, <laughs> not a secret anymore. Not a secret anymore. Not at all. Uh, TPTquiz.com. Bob Doyle was our guest today. Everybody, I want to remind you that you can catch us on all kinds of platforms, whatever you're listening to us on. Give us a good review. We appreciate it. And we have something special coming up for you that we're very excited about. It's called I Claim My Harvest. Visit iclaimmyharvest.com on the 22nd. It's three hours of intensive work online with yours truly and a few other great coaches. It'll be a wonderful experience. Iclaimmyharvest.com. Okay. Thank you, Bob. You thank have you, a Robert. great day. Bye -bye. You too.